I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Peter, joined this week, as always, by Tom and Donnie. How are you doing, Donnie? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. Right, so we've only a couple of podcasts left for the season. It's Frito, so let's get stuck right in. First of all, we'll go to the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast Cup, where quarterfinals is in the books. Semi-finals left, which will be this Wednesday, and then the final on Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. Is it? No, well, it doesn't matter. Final this weekend, there we go. And the semi finals are Andy Payman versus Josh Mack 05 and Fitbaboard John versus Barracuda. I unfortunately fell for the third time in the quarterfinals of the cup. So there's a joke there somewhere, but hey ho. Right, over to our own league where I think Donnie has it sold up. Now it's uh, <laughs> Melvin went for a Hail Mary, didn't work. He's actually dropped out of the top four. So, number one is Donnie, number two is McCogan, 92, number three is Nick Sells, and Donnie, you've got a pretty much 90-point lead, so unless the guy has every chip left, and <laughs> I think you've got it safely in the bag. Fingers crossed. Right, so we'll go to the big league now, and I'll go first, as I'm sitting for third of the us. So, 70 points this week for me, Clark and goals for three, Strain one, Tavernier 12, Fish one, McGrath three, Clarkson five, Captain Jota, 8. Cantwell, 13. Sakala, 2. Vice-Captain Furuhashi, 12. Van Veen, 10. So it's a red arrow down to 69th place. And my differential captain didn't work. And I was pretty lucky because I led a vice-captain on Sakala as well. So I'd have been double done. But there we go. Right, Tom, where are you? Scoring rank? Uh, so um, my score for the week was 75 points. And my rank is 19th. Uh, in goals, I had George for 3. Uh, back line of Egan Riley for two, Tav 12, Devlin two, uh, midfield to have McGrath for three, Ginelli for 10, Yota four, and Cantwell 13. Then up front, uh, Furuhashi seven, vice captain Van Veen, and the differential captaincy of Vassell, two, uh, sorry, four points. Right, okay. <laughs> Dory, over to you. Uh, so my game score this week was 85, so that's Georgian goals for three. Ralston, 1, Captain Tav, 24, Pollock, 8, Jota, 4, McGrath, 3, O'Hara, 5, Cantwell, 13, Vice-Captain Kyogo, 12, 
Sakala to Van Veen 10. So that's your 85. Global score is 2515. I was 14th last time we talked, and lo and behold, I am still 14th. So no movement for me. I did clock that actually, but up, one down, one back to normal again. Yeah. Right, so the results for the game week were Hearts 2, Aberdeen 1 in the race for third, Celtic 2, St Mirren 2, Motherwell 1, Ross County 0, Livingston 2, Donated 1, Kilmarnock, Nelson Johnson 1, securing their safety, Hibs 1, Rangers 3, so over to you Tom. Uh, okay, so the first one was the lunchtime kickoff, which was Hearts 2, Aberdeen 1, uh, for Hearts it was Ginelli and Shankland with the goals, with assists from Barry Mackay and Alex Cochran. For Aberdeen, it was defender Pollock that scored with an assist from uh, Claxon. Uh, there was no Duke for the Dons. Um, our suspicions were confirmed that he seemed <coughs> going to be injured. Um, and he seemed like a bit of a miss, to be honest with you. Um, no clean sheet for Aberdeen, um, but Pollock owners were compensated with a goal. Um, he has been quite high for shots on target in recent weeks, so he was finally rewarded there and Claxon continues to, to tick along quite nicely. Um, it feels like he's getting a return every week for, for quite some time now. Um, over to Hearts, um, no clean sheet for them, which is nothing new. And as mentioned last week, it's the usual suspects that, that seem to be getting the goals in the form of Ginelli and Shankland. And uh, Ginelli is uh, my favourite because he's playing out of position. Um, Shankland uh, could be a, a decent uh, Duke replacement. Um, but they do have the other way to Rangers this week, um, which may be, might be a tough ask. So perhaps there's, there's better options out there. Um, I'll come to you first for this one, Donny. Yeah, so it was an important win for Hearts in the race for Europe. And as you said, the, the usual name, Shankland and Ginelli on the, the score sheet. I do have Pollock um, in my team, so it was a rare cheer when Aberdeen scored. And I was grateful for that one. I'm not sure Hearts will overtake Aberdeen. Um, but I still think they should uh, get that last European spot. Both have either Rangers or Celtic to play in their final two matches, so it's going to be hard to to pick from either of those teams. If Hearts were playing any other team tomorrow, I would bring in Ginelli in a heartbeat, but because it's Rangers, I'm going to obviously stay loyal to my own team and hopefully he doesn't do anything. Uh, Shankland as well, still offering returns, uh, and if you need a third striker, that Hibs game at the end of the season uh, could certainly be one. Uh, where you get value out of him. So Aberdeen's next game is at home to St Mirren. That would be the one that they're eyeing up to secure that third spot because then they go to Parkhead, which, you know, I doubt they'll get anything out of that. So defensively, you know, they are decent. Um, Clarkson has had good returns. I know Peter's got him and his team. Bajowski, you could argue, is due a goal um, if you did want to take a punt. But again, just be mindful that they do have Celtic in, in that last game. But a good result for Hearts. Uh, I think they'll probably finish fourth. I don't think they'll get third. Uh, Aberdeen should be safe enough. Um, two games to go. Um, all to play for, I guess. Peter? Yeah, just with Donny said, but they've both got either St Rangers to play in their last two, so you would be taking the risk in one of the games. I think Aberdeen next at home at St Mirren is the one that you could possibly blame for, but then it's a one-week point. If they win this... And Rangers beat Hearts, and I think that's even qualified because that would have been four points a game ago. So, again, it's wherever you want to take that one week point, and then you expect to go to Celtic a week later. Sorry, the game later, probably not get anything, but 
I wouldn't be rushing to sell him. I think we say it's a week now we can close to the end. If you've got the players mentioned, keep a hold of them. You can use the bench trick. Shanton can always pop up and score a goal. Even that, even that Ibrox, if a penalty gets given, or probably the first time in two years or something, a penalty. But hey, does not matter? And Clarkson, as Donny says, well, he's been turning, returning nice for me. He's kind of kept pace with most midfielders. And I do expect him to be G'd up for Wednesday night's game because it probably pretty much secures European football. So I think they'd be better than that. But not much time now, only two game weeks to go. Yep. Um, next up, then, we've got Celtic 2, uh, St Mirren 2. Uh, for Celtic, it was Kyogo and McGregor that scored with assists from Hitati and Abada. Um, for St Mirren, it was a Curtis main brace uh, with an assist from O'Hara. Um, for Celtic, it, it seems they've, they've, they've ran out of steam or they're preserving what steam they've got left for, for Inverness, which you'd think wouldn't require much steam at all, really. Um, for St Mirren... Um, they could have had a lot more in this game. I think um, Curtis Main was unlucky not to get a hat trick. Um, he was surprisingly motivated, considering he's the only fit striker at the, the club just now. Um, in terms of Celtic, I think um, Kyogo's a keep as it stands now. Um, I did suggest previously it might be worthwhile getting rid because um, he might be losing minutes to O, but I, I don't know if that's going to be the case now. Um, given O's performances. Um, I do think getting the Yota could be a shout, especially if you don't have Cantwell, um, or you're struggling for, 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 for funds. Um, but given uh, the, the point we are in the season, I don't think funds should should be an issue. Um, in terms of Selig's defence, I think they're a, a void. Um, the, I don't know. I feel like a Wa is a bit of a bomb scare. So I think they're going to concede... Um, between now and the end of the season. Um, in terms of St Mirren, they've got Aberdeen and Rangers next. So I, I do think it's hard to justify a transfer in. Um, if, you, if you've got the... If you do have some St Mirren assets, you could argue it's um, maybe using the bench trick. Um, but but that, that would be all. Peter, I'll come to you first because you've probably got a lot, a lot to say on this fixture. No, really, because it was a horrible game to watch. It was great. It's just, <laughs> Celtic do seem like on the beach slash they look an absolute bomb scare at the back. Uh, I, I didn't realise, well, Carter Vickers a good defender, but it looks like they really miss him at the back and they look all over the place, including the goalkeeper. So I wouldn't be advising any Celtic defenders for the last couple of games. And with no secure centre-back pairing, I mean, they tried a lot of there. It was through Kobayashi last week. I just stay away from it. Uh, they'd look on the beach which is worrying because I don't think he can turn up list to a potential final I think he need to bond the ball rotate so hopefully get the finger out personal level Superman again they do look good danger. I think they always look dangerous when I've seen them play but as you mentioned Tom the fixtures are there and it's like you're not taking a punting with two games to go if you've got them in your team the best trick probably the best bet Strain looks really dangerous in overlap so he still can do it against pretty much any team Celtic, I would probably just keep Kyogo. I see a draw a shout, Tom, but I don't know. He could turn it on in one of these games, the last two games and all, so I don't know. I must, I would stay away for defence, but nobody's sta- nobody standing out like Maida's lost his place, come back and bad, I come back and a bit of rotation, so I wouldn't be rushing to get any Celtic players on either, to be honest. There's a truth, it'd just be either Kyogo up front, no. if you've got a draw, I'll keep him, and I wouldn't be rushing for a third, especially rotation. Donny, do you agree? 
Yeah, I thought it was quite a sloppy performance for Celtic against what's been probably their bogey team this season. Um, <laughs> one win and one draw. Um, I think they've caused Celtic a lot of problems. Uh, I'm not sure what to take from the game. It was just a lack of concentration. Um, as I say, the, the season's over. It's just a cup final left. But Hart, that's probably two weeks in a row. He's had some dodgy goalkeeping. Is that a, do you think that's an area of the squad that they'll be looking to strengthen? Or do you think Hart's a secure for next season? I don't. I think you need to upgrade on him. I think I've got any yeah. ambitions to do anything in Europe. You need know, to upgrade him. It's why I'd be slagging Al McGregor this year, but it was like a year too far for him, and yeah. I thought he was doing his best impression of Al McGregor. These last two games were. It might just be a year too far for him, and yeah. I'd like to think you should be upgrading on him in the summer. Yeah. Tom, what was your thoughts on that? Um, they've signed Scott Bain. A, a three-year <laughs> contract <laughs> extension. Luckiest man in football, is he? <laughs> so. I don't know, does that imply that Hart's going to remain there and be the first choice? I, or I have, are they all I going to... St- heard you might know in the knockouts that Seagrass has been told to find himself a new club straight away. He's not He's not getting kept on, so I don't know what that means. Scott Bain does fill in for that uh, is it home, homegrown role for yeah. So I think maybe the reason he's kept about, I've not done anything on Hart, but the guy's not manager would be looking at his own eyes and no one needs to replace that at some point. Maybe not be Top his list, but I think it should be. Yeah. yeah. Back to the game, yeah, Main, Main was the main man, but I can't imagine anyone's on him um, other than zombie teams. But some useful bench points for me with O'Hara, which is not for the first time this season. Like you are saying, I think if you've got a strain O'Hara, don't necessarily need to, to ditch them. Just keep them on the bench and you know get returns. Uh, Kyogo owners were rewarded with another goal. Uh, big shout out to Melvin who risked it on O, um, which didn't didn't really work out for him. Um, but I don't think there's any reason to change with two games to go. I think Kyogo Jota plus a third and St Mirren, you know, don't go looking for cement assets, but they do still have a chance for Europe if they finish fifth and Celtic win the cup, and uh, they would go in there. So between them and Hibs, they still do have something to play for there. But as I say. Hold if you've got, but don't bring them in because, as I said, they've not got the best of fixtures. It's me. Um, next one, then, we've got Hibs 1, Rangers 3. Um, for Hibs, it was Hanlon that scored with an assist from Newell. For Rangers, it was Captain Tav, Hadji, and Cantwell that got the three goals there. Um, nothing for Sakala. Um, he was the only player to get more than a single shot on target. Um, but he could be a decent shout for the, the final two game weeks, given how nailed he is. Um, for the the non uh, Tav captains of the week, they were they were certainly punished. Um, though I was glad to see that the Rangers didn't manage to keep the the clean sheet, or it could have been a a big red arrow for for me and Peter. Um, no Goldson at the back is a concern for future clean sheets. Um, and um, McCrory could be a decent um, option for for next season if the if the price is right and. He is confirmed as, as first choice, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. In terms of Hibs, I, I feel like they're a bit of a no-go for, for, for me. Um, Egan Riley probably has to go for my team at, at some point. Uh, Donny, what would you reckon? Um, so it was pretty easy performance for Rangers, uh, a makeshift Rangers team at that. Uh, just on Golds in front, it won't surprise listeners to know that he's uh, injured, he's out for 10 weeks, so much like the rest of our season, there's another long-term injury that we've got to put up with. So 
even looking ahead to the start of next season, he's probably not going to be in there. So don't factor him into your plans if you're uh, thinking about next season already. As you touched on, you know, rule number one, always Captain Tav. If you went elsewhere, it blew up because your normal captain probably didn't return and then Tav got the clutch. As I say, well, I was the other side from you because when we lost that goal, I was raging um, because it cost me a few extra points. But you did get three bonus points as well, so that doubled up uh, to make up the difference. But um, with a few games left to go, I think Tav can just be captain uh, for both of those games. I don't see any reason to change there. And it was a good free kick as well, uh, albeit some dodgy goalkeeping from uh, Marshall. Um, what else? Yeah, Cantwell still taking over again. Took his goal well. Um, thought he played well through the match. Sakala was the transfer that took in. He blanked. Yeah, not really uh, a good game for him, but I still think there's value in him for those last two games. It would be tempting to change for a Shanklin, but again, they play Rangers, so um, I'm just going to hold on to him. Um, Hibs for me, I'm avoid. You know, play Celtic and then Hearts. I don't see anything there. As I've mentioned, Rangers, Tav Cantwell. Sutar's a good pick at the back. Um, you know, should be cheap enough to get into most teams. Um, scored against Celtic, so there's value there. Uh, or Sakala. Um, if you don't have him, you can, you can bring him in. But yeah, it's a pretty easy performance uh, against a, a pretty poor Hibs team. Peter? Yeah, Tony pretty much covered it. Hibs kind of avoid, pretty poor, and just kind of strolling the park, played well. Cantwell, when he's playing for the forward against kind of weaker teams, I think be a good vice captain option. Mm-hmm. But if he plays that role next season, which I think it will be, I think you can see him changing. Well, maybe if he's playing against Celtic in Europe, play a bit deeper, maybe more box to box. But when he's playing a team where Rangers don't play two holding players, I think you'll see him playing in the number ten role. So I think that's top tip for next season already. I think Cantwell should be the one, and I think again. If you're not too sure, Sakala, you could probably go for a face captain Catmull. Not chasing points, mind you, but I think it could be. I don't think he's going through him that way. Mm-hmm. Like Donnie mentioned, I had to come off Tav, just try to be differential in the cup, try to punt A, so it didn't really work this late this season, I'm not really first now. So, as you say, like, you can just captain Tav the rest of the season and you'll probably secure your points. Rangers will motor on now to the last two games, I think, two wins. Who's the last game Rangers got, Donnie, you say? Submitting away. Away, right. I still think by that point, unless the man's got really. Hope for Europe, but I don't know. I think they just still be too strong for me anyway. So, and just sort of next season, I, I think I've said it a few times this year where Celtic Rangers were probably the best team from blah 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 blah. But see the more I've seen this season, the after the old blip, I think it's going to be even more common case next year. I don't see the teams dropping many points against the Enders apart from each other. So, I could probably template team right now every year. We could be captain Tav and vice captain Kyogo and then just go for there. I think you can throw as much set up that way. Yep, definitely. Um, next game, then we've got um, Kilmarnock nil and St Johnston one. Uh, for St Johnston, it was Liam Gordon that scored with an assist from Carey. Um, that was in the eleventh minute, and then in the forty-fourth, David Watson was sent off for Kilmarnock. Um, Kilmarnock did give it a, a, a go, though. Um, Jordan Jones, Liam Donnelly, Luke Chambers all hit the the woodwork, so um, there could have been some some points there. Um, well done to the, the three people that have Liam Gordon. They've got a big haul there. <laughs> um, Kilmarnock still have a lot to do. Um, I'll probably keep Vassell, considering as the season progresses, there's less and less teams that have got something to, to play for. and um, The chips are down for, for, for Kilmarnock, so they'll, they'll need to start doing something. Um, I think now that St. Johnson are safe, 
Um, I think that just cements their, their avoid status even more for me. Um, I can't see them going crazy now. I think they'll probably just cruise through to the to end to the end of the season and perhaps a, a rebuild jobs required there. Um Peter, you're gonna get Liam Gordon in this week. Okay, I'm getting this week. Uh, no, I agree with what you said. I think St Johnston is safe, so they will probably have the on the beach status certified next week. Kamarnik, I was surprised didn't get in, in this game, but then I suppose I shouldn't be surprised with the all season. There's nothing that I particularly want in these teams. Maybe take a punt in the last week, depending on how it all set up, but it's kind of hard to avoid both teams for me right now. Donnie? Yeah, as you said, that win uh, keeps St Johnston in the league for another season. Uh, I think that last game of the season at home at Livingston, that's got nil-nil all over it for me. Um, so you could target that uh, as, a, as a clean sheet if you're saving up your transfers but Kamarnik must win against Dundee United I mean both teams are absolutely rotten it could be boomer bust and it's going to be hard to predict uh, for me I just stay away from both teams you're a bit hamstrung because you've got uh, a Kamarnik striker you're kind of praying for them to do good but so team so patchy in both teams that it's just an avoid. You'll you'll have better value elsewhere or whatever you've got is probably going to be better than these two teams. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yep. Um, on to then the next big game, Livingston 2, Dundee United 1. Um, for Livingston, um, Bruce Anderson and Penrice got the goals with uh, assists from Montano and Stephen Kelly. And from Dundee United, um, it was Harks. Um, for Dundee United, no Stephen Fletcher at all. 
Um, he's obviously out injured. Um, Dundee United really need to do well in the, the final two games, but to be honest with you, I don't, I don't see it coming. If it, uh, I think they've thrown in the towel, and I think that was personified in, in Behic, um getting his red card. Um, I think he's a, a decent player for them, and um, they'll have to do without him. Um, I wouldn't be adding any Dundee United players to, to my squad. I think if you do own one, perhaps they're, they're a hold. Um, again, another team that will um, they'll have something to play for and the, the pressure really is on. But, um, um, with McGrath, I'll, I'll, I'll be just sticking him on the bench for the, for the bench trick. Um, in terms of Livingston, it's um, different players that are scoring each week. Um, they do have a lot to play for. Now that they're either going to finish seventh or eighth and um, that's the kind of. I mean, I've heard it said from ex-players in the past that uh, there's a, there's a lot of money um, in terms of the difference between finishing in these positions, and that money goes a, a long way for these clubs. So, um, behind the scenes, there probably will still be some, some motivation there. But given how Livingston have performed in the, the last stages of the season, it's um, not one for me. I, I probably will keep a hold of George, and I'll keep a hold of Devlin now. Um, Given Donny's nil-nil prediction, I'm, I'm, I'm backing him on that one for a, a double clean sheet there. Um, <laughs> Donny, I'll, I'll come to you first. Yeah, just on Devlin there, I believe he's signing for Aberdeen next season. Should be the same. Um, yeah. There was leaked pictures of him with an Aberdeen top on signing the papers, which um, shouldn't have happened. But yeah, he's he's going to Aberdeen. That'll be a good addition. Uh, for them. Uh, I did say Livingston would probably get a result in the last three games and, and this was it. Um, probably nothing to write home about United have been getting spanked left, right and centre this season. Um, but probably still not enough there to, to make me jump onto them. I'd say that last game, uh, St Johnston, you, you could quite easily um, put a defender in there. But United, three straight defeats you know, and must win against Kilmarnock. You know, I suppose the one thing that they'd have to look out for is if they do finish second bottom, they'd have a playoff. Um, so they would still have to be quite competitive there. But I think the writing's on the wall there for a team that's consistently failed all season. You know, if they go down, will Dundee go up? That's going to be a sore one for them to take. McGrath, I've got McGrath. That's a bench trick if ever I saw one. Um, you know, he is on penalties. That's the only reason I would I would keep a hold of him. Um, and Livingston, as I say, don't go searching. Um, unless you want to take a punt in that last game week. But um, good win for them, I guess. Yep. Peter? Yep, pretty much, not much to add there. Pretty much, I've got my graph, so I'm not at the best trick for me probably as well. I will probably wait to the last week, see how the games land after Wednesday night, and we'll see what the punts will come in from. Uh, Martindale got a reaction, because I think he was bemoaning the introduction of the week about if I can't get action at these players anymore, it's time to move on. Which I could tell when he was saying it, it was a thing, it was a kind of backhand of way saying you're going to put up the ass, or I might not be here, and he's going to be better than me. And the players got they got a reaction because they did they did win the game. So it only did say every so often, obviously will just come out. Oh, we're not expected to win a game, and that's what that's what they seem to do. So that probably it for the season now. Uh, I wouldn't be chasing these players, wouldn't bad them if you've got them, bench trick them or. We'll see how the fixers live for the last game. They maybe have to use them as a differential, but I think that's just what I've said every game so far. So you can see that it's getting to the end of the season. Yep. Um, our last fixture then: uh, Motherwell one, uh, Ross County nil, 
um, a nail biter for Van Veen captainers. Um, it took him to the 99th minute and a penalty for him to, to bag his uh, weekly goal. Um, in terms of Max Johnston, he didn't pass his uh, late fitness test, which was a tough one to swallow for me because that's two clean sheets he's, he's missed out on. Um, and whoever's came on in his place from the bench has only ever got one or two points, so that's, that's annoying. Um, I won't repeat the usual um, chat about the, the Motherwell players because we've kind of said it week in, week out, Van Veen, Spittle, and a defender seems to be the way to go, or even Kelly. Um, in terms of Ross County, I think they're an avoid for, for now, unless you want to have a punt on another Jordan White hat-trick, um, but that's probably him for the, the, the season now. Um, that's, that's about it, really. Van Veen, if you're looking to secure your, your position, I'd, I'd say he's probably permanent vice-captain to, to the end of the season. Um, Donnie, would you agree with that? Yeah, I actually thought this game finished no nil because all the results were in. Um, <laughs> and, and I just went away thinking, oh, fair enough. I actually thought it was good because I, I know a lot of people do have the vice-captaincy on Van Veen, so I thought I'd made some good gains. But it wasn't until later I checked and wondered why he got so many points and realised that they had a penalty right to death there. So fair play. Uh, I think it's that nine goals, nine consecutive games he scored in. Um, you know, the law of averages say it probably will dry up uh, with two games to go, but I'm not willing to come off him. I wouldn't vice-captain him just because I think Keogh has got uh, a better chance there. But uh, yeah, tough result for Ross County. Uh, they'll need to win one of their last two matches. Keep their hopes alive. Can they do it? Vincent Johnson at home is going to be their best bet. Um, Max Johnson, I've heard different things about him. I think he might be one of these players who's subject of a transfer move exactly. and they're maybe really just it. protecting him um, so that he doesn't get injured because you never hear about him in the team news and I don't even know if he is injured, but we all took him in based on their good form. We're all kind of hamstrung that he's not getting a game and we can't really afford to move on. But uh, that's what I've heard. Um, so I guess you'll see tonight if, if he is fit, if he plays. But um, we'll just have to ride that one out. County, I think, are in a void. You're asking a team that have had such a bad season to suddenly come good. I mean, quite got a hard trick, yeah, but I can't see Lightning striking twice. Uh, in the games I've got left, so you're just going to have to stay away uh, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, a good win for Motherwell, which um, they'll be pleased with. Peter, anything to add? And, um, do you know where Max Johnson's heading to next season? Yeah, he's been linked down south, so I, I ain't going to make it, but I don't know which contract situation is. Is it a contract? I, don't, I wouldn't have thought so. I don't, I don't think, think he was, but I think they were. I don't know, maybe they're... <laughs> You'll find out when he's tonight. See if he's not in the team when he's tonight. I, think, I wasn't. I was going to roll my transfer, but if he's not in the team when he's tonight, I think we're just going to get a game because they won't play the last game. and playing that game. They're really no point. Uh, I hope he stays in league because he's a quite exciting player. I hope he stays in your contract to help his development up here rather than down in England. That'd be better for our game as well. But spit on Van Veen. That's like you're thinking. I don't think I think we're always counting a void, but this is a must-win game this weekend. West week, midweek. Sorry, with the other two playing each other. So if you're feeling punty, it's probably the game to punt on if you fancy Ross County. Otherwise, I wouldn't bother. And Mother also think most people have got Van Veen anyway and <clears throat> Spittles your sheep differential midfielder or other options apart from that, then there's not much to pick from. I wouldn't be rushing to bring anybody else in. That's tough. Um, 
Well, that'll conclude then. And uh, the top 10 for the week is um, Liam Gordon, obviously the St. Johnson defender with his big 17-point haul. Uh, Curtis Main, um, 15. Cantwell, uh, 13. Captain Tav with 12. Penrice uh, with 11. Shanklin with 10. Janelli with 10. Callum McGregor with 10. Van Veen with 10. And Hadji returns with a, a nine-pointer, um, which gives us no goalkeepers which has been fairly common for the, the season. Three defenders, four mids and three forwards. Um, other than Hadji and Penrice, I think they're all, yeah. and obviously Liam Gordon, I think they're all pretty pretty standard, what we would normally expect. A few one-week wonders in there in the form of Liam Gordon and Penrice. Um, right. Anything to add to that? No, no, I think you've covered it off good. Yep, just the usual crowd with another couple of, as you said, one-week wonders sprinkled in top of it. Yep. Right, Donnie, over to you for our two weeks to go dive. Yeah, so I'm not going to go into too much depth because we've discussed it a lot and a lot of the names, I'll just be repeating myself, but there is two games to go this midweek on Wednesday and then again at the weekend. Uh, for all the teams in the top six, you'll see team news uh, for both. So that leaves you in a good position to strategize what you want to do there. For the bottom six teams, you'll only see the midweek games. Uh, so if you are looking to take a punt, it's a bit of guesswork there. Uh, so for Celtic, they've got Hibs away, Aberdeen at home. Uh, as I've said, Jota Kyogo's probably your only your only holds there. I've got Ralston. I'm not going to change them. You know, I might get a clean sheet out of at least one of those two games, but that's just the way it is for me. Uh, Rangers got home to Hearts and St Mirren away. You know, we've touched on enough to have Campbell Sakala for me, but if you've got like a suitor, I don't see any issues there. Aberdeen, I've got St Mirren at home and Celtic away. So for me, you want to target that St Mirren game um, on the understanding that Celtic come next. So if you do go for an Aberdeen defender, you know you might get six points and then two points, so you know four points over both of the games. That's probably worth it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, Hearts, I mean, Shankland and Janelli is the two that I don't have, and that's the ones that seem to be scoring of late. I'm not going to tip any of them uh, tomorrow because they play Rangers, but that's two I would have my eye on for the Hibs game. I think that could be one to target there. Hibs have got Celtic at home and Hearts away. Again, I don't see a lot of value there, but they can still finish uh, fifth thing and get into Europe. Uh, on the chance that Celtic could win the Scottish Cup. And for St Mirren, it's Aberdeen away, Rangers at home. Uh, While well, clean sheets, probably a stretch too far. That midfield with O'Hara uh, on penalties is always worth a shout. Again, another team that can finish fifth uh, and potentially into Europe. Uh, we're probably repeating a lot of what we've already said there, but anything in the, the top six taking your eye, Peter? I think it quite well. I do fancy... Hearts for the last game, maybe go and double up name against Tibbs at home for the last game of the season if they can secure Europe. I think I've a quite a good shout. Yeah. Tom, anything you're targeting? Um, I, I like your um, targeting Aberdeen against St Mirren pick. I think um, I'll probably be getting in Pollock this week. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. You know, he does obviously as we saw the weekend score as well, so you've got a, mm-hmm. an outside chance there. The bottom six. This is an absolute minefield, apart from Motherwell, Livingston away, United at home. Um, I think with that United game at the end, that's Motherwell's last home game. I think there'll be quite a good atmosphere um, riding on the wave. So Van Veen Spittle, 
no, no worries there. Livingston, Motherwell at home, St. Johnston away. Again, you've probably got good enough picks in your team that you don't need to worry about that. St. Johnston, I've got Ross County away, Livingston at home. Um, now that they're safe, you know, it takes the pressure off. Um, Liam Gordon could be worth a shout. Uh, I, I reckon they probably could get one clean sheet out of those two games. Kilmarnock, Dundee United away, Ross County at home. I mean, obviously, tomorrow is a massive game. Anybody that wins that um, is sure going to fancy their chances for survival. But Armstrong, for me, just because he's on penalties, would be the, the only risk I would go there. Ross County, I've got St. Johnston at home, Kilmarnock away. Again, they're going to need to win at least one of those. Um, I suppose the St. Johnston at home would be their best bet. They're just going to have to go all out. And then I guess they might have a chance against Kilmarnock. Um, if they don't win, um, it could be a straight shootout there. And Dundee United, Kilmarnock at home, and then away to Motherwell. Again, we've talked about McGrath. If you've got them, hold them. But certainly don't go go look in there. Um, bottom six is such a minefield. Tom, anything that you can glean from there? No, not a lot. Yes. Um, Danny Armstrong, Vassell. Um if you don't have Spittle at Motherwell, he could be a shout. Um, nah, that's it. Dundee United probably avoid. Livingston are pretty much on the beach. Um, St. Johnston will, will definitely be on the beach now. So, yeah, minefield. <laughs> you've got a soft spot for... Like a one-week wonder. But say you've got a soft spot for Kilmarnock. Yeah, you're putting them in high esteem. Peter, have you got any positive things to say about these bottom six teams? Just Motherwell's only team that I like. The rest of them can get in the bin as far as I'm concerned. Uh, again, I would just kind of, if Matt Johnson isn't playing like a normal transfer, it would give me two for the last game week and see how things lie down there and how who looks good midweek. Maybe he has a bit of fight still in them and that could maybe influence my the last transfer of the season. But apart from that, nah, not much. Yeah. So that's it. Um... When we come back um, after the, the season, I'll just go over who's the, the top 10 and who's finished in each position. So I'll compare that to last season, see how it see how it looks. Uh, that's true. Uh, Our next podcast will be at an over, so we can do a kind of a reflection yeah. podcast and then we can see what you think for the future. I think Tav's on for three in a row as top point scorer. I don't think there's going to be any change he's, there. He's got to be in I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, we will move to questions. So, Donnie, I've got one, you've got one, so I'll go first. It's our good friend Rambo, Scottish football's number one supporter in Bangladesh. He's basically yeah. asking us, what the well with United defenders for the last two game weeks, who are you trusting? And I personally go for Motherwell, but what do you think, Donnie? Oh, absolutely. Um, as I said, Dundee United have done nothing all season. Um, they had a, a good run, but then it's all gone to pot since then, so Motherwell all the way. Um, plus they play each other that last game Motherwell's at home I think they'd be more up for it the Dundee United season could be over or they could be looking at a playoff so I don't think they'll try but yeah Motherwell every day of the week Just on that I think he may have Max Johnson so he may have to do a sidestep to another Motherwell defender if that's what he's thinking about mm-hmm. So Motherwell Dundee United you agree? Yeah I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that you've got to pick the form team so Motherwell for me 100% as well Okay. And do I need a question from Gavin? Numbers yeah, so Gavin, Gavin with all the numbers, he's got uh, defensive issues. He's got Behich, Wright, Johnson, Ralston, along with Tav. 
but he is not confident, so he's he's looking for our thoughts on that one. So, Peter, what are you thinking about at the back? Well, he sticks with Tavin Ralston just to yeah there, and I think he could probably bring in. Like we mentioned Paul a few times. That could be a good. But then again, he's, if he's fighting over the space of two weeks, he'll have two transfers. Shabby bringing Paul this week, and then potentially maybe Cochrane next week if his tank returns, and then he'd have, he could kind of rotate them. But I think you get to this point now where it is a bit of minefield. So. If he wants to use the transfers on defenders, then fill your boots. But there you go, that's my, that's my options on it. Tom, what do you think defensively for these last yeah, two games? I'd, I'd say just what um, Peter said. Kilmarnock have uh, Dundee United away, um, who don't really have much attacking threat, and then Ross County at home. So you could punt for um, a defender like Mayo or someone like that. That's just something to add there. Yeah. But very much a punt. Yeah, so looking at the defenders he's mentioned, Tavin Ralston, you're just going to hold. You don't need to move on there. He's got Max Johnson, who nobody knows what's happening there. If he plays great, you want to watch, you can just hold on there. He's got Behitch, so I take it will be suspended because mm-hmm. he got his red card. Uh, and then that just leaves Joe Wright at Kilmarnock, which again, is going to be a big ask to get much points there. We mentioned it last week on pod. If you just run with three defenders, you know, just look elsewhere for the points. I'd be a bit reluctant to go making transfers at the back. But as you say, one-off games, you can target Aberdeen at home at St Mirren. Um, and then, uh, what did I say, that Livingston Motherwell game, the last game of the season. But if you're wanting to go for teams with two games and you don't have to make changes, St Johnston, Motherwell, uh, I think you could do there. But um, you'd be hoping that Max Johnson does play because then he probably doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, that's, yeah, which that would be, be a bonus. Best, I think that's the best bet for us all if he's the deemed fit and plays. Right, so obviously we won't have a podcast for the last game week. So this is transfer caps make up to this game week and we'll probably do a wee thing online before Saturday so we can kind of yeah. cover it again. So this game week coming up, you're going to have every team's early news to keep off. So keep your eyes peeled about 6.30 for the team news, especially people who have got what players are flagged, like Johnson, for example. So we have Readers vs Hearts. Hibs vs Celtic, Hamadine vs Mim, Ross County vs St Johnston, Livingston vs Motherwell, and Dunyard vs Kilmarnock. So, Donny, I think you've already called it. Upon hearing this, who's your captain, vice captain, and transfer plans? Okay, so I'll just go captain to have vice captain Kyogo. I'll protect my rank. It should be a pretty safe bet. Uh, and on your wise words, last week I am going to roll my transfer. I think uh, my team's good enough. I mean, even if Johnson doesn't play, you know, okay, I'm not going to just change for the sake of change. I think going into the last, last game week with two free transfers, knowing what's got to play for, you can make the most of it. So, because of your wise words, I am going to hold and roll. I need to listen to my words sometimes, but I don't very often. Tom, <laughs> your thoughts, captain, vice captain, transfers? Um, transfer, Egan Riley out, and um, I'll get Pollock in. Um, probably. Just play it safe this game week, Captain Tav. I probably will go with um, Kyogo for the vice-captain and save um, a punt for the, the final game week, I think. OK, my thoughts are pretty much the same. The only thing is, I, I think I, I do, I did say weeks ago I'm going to roll. I'm going to, I think I just got to roll. You're, you're relying on the defender to come in and doing something and there's no guarantees, so it'll be Fisher straight off the bench this week. It needs me two next week, and depending on who's fighting for Europe, or avoid relegation. It lets you have a punt for the last game week and take it there. Don't you still get your triple captain? 
I do. I was. I actually forgot to mention <laughs> it. Um, I'm going to keep it a surprise. I'm going to go for broke in the last game week. So with my two transfers, I'll see where everything lies. And yeah, triple, triple, triple captains coming out to play. I've missed the boat. Um, it's just bad timing, and and yeah, I was holding off for maybe another double game week further down the line. Um, so yeah, I'm just. Use it in the last game week, boom or bust. So I take it, use it in the top six teams then, because you get the team news, at least you can guarantee yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I like that. The Celtic at home, Aberdeen, and getting the title, party atmosphere, sounds good. It's whether they rotate heavily, you know, take players off at half time. That's the risk. But uh-huh. that's the one that I would target because if I'm going to do it with Tav, then I'm not really going to make much points on the ones that do captain them. So I would have to kind of go for broke. Janelli. Stranklin's as my as my other options if that's um got a bit of competitiveness to it. So that's what I'm looking at at the moment. So by the time we get to the weekend, I'll have a better idea. But yeah, still got that triple captain chip um, to play. I think we were last week. Well, you never mentioned it, and I'm sure, uh, I can't. See, I don't know if yeah, it yeah. Scores, okay. I've actually got it written down. I just forgot to forgot to say it. So right, okay, that covers the podcast of offense. So what we'll do is we will. Can I put some tweets out asking for kind of online questions before the last yeah. game week of the weekend? And then we'll cover all bases next week, final rank and Scottish and FPL. Donny will have some, some of his top tens. Yep. Tommy, I'm sure you have something and I might have something up my sleeve as well. A couple of maybe have quiz questions just to see how you think or what you thought <laughs> of. Just, just learn rank, just ranking point wise. And looking forward to next season. But that's yep. your buzz in. So do you want to get your plugs in, Donny? Uh, yep, so I am at FFS underscore Donny. Tom? And I'm at FFS underscore Skill. Yep, and I am at Fantasy Half. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code SUMMER. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.